Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. It's your boy, DJ, before you are. Yes, sir. It's the Fresh Leftovers Radio Show. We are back. We got a special guest in the building with us, all the way from the Mac Town. Right, Mac Town, right? That's it. All the way from the Mac <laughs> I got it right. I got it right. All the way from the That's Mac Town. That's what they call it. Mac Town. Don't be trying to name Mac Hey, bro. I don't know. Hey. I'm not from there. Where you from? I live there. Sparta. This is Sparta! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do me. Don't do me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so Augusta? Yeah, like right the outskirts. It's of considered Mac Town? No. No, no, no. no, that's Macon. Oh, you Macon. So why so why would he say Mac Town if she, she MAC? I live in Macon. Oh. Duh. I'm talking about why would he say Macon if she's from Augusta? I didn't know. I thought she was from Mac Town. I, I was just saying because they came they from came Mac-Town. From Mac-Town. Don't try to clear they it up. They drove just, from Macon. You just tried to go stupid on me to my MAC. Like, I don't know how you to say it. You just said why they call it Mac Town. I didn't know he was talking about Macon, though. That's why. Ladies and gentlemen, Queen Philly's in the building, y'all. What's up, everybody? How you doing, Queen? Queen? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're doing good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Man, we're glad to have you, first and foremost, man. Sorry for all the uh, the ratchetiousness. Oh, y'all good. I feel like I'm at home. Uh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Might be wild. Bro, might be wild. You acting ratchet at the crib? All right, all right, all right. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> glad to have you here, man. Glad to have. You. Super excited, super excited. You look, you, know, you good? You look, yeah, I'm you look good. Nervous. I'm good. I'm chill. Nice. I'm, 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 I'm a smidge. You don't know, smidge, smidge. You know, what you first time in here. Ah, <laughs> you you watched your husband's uh, interview? I did. But what if she would have said no? <laughs> I'd have like, damn. But you, you know the vibes, man. Yeah, you would just cool. stop the interview and played it for. You know the vibes. You know what it'd be like. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Just here chilling. You know what I'm saying? We all crazy. We just chilling. How's your day been? I mean, I'm tired, y'all. I just got off work. Work? Yeah. Where you work at? Property management. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. You be flipping well, they houses? be calling you all day. Bro. Yeah, I've been getting cussed out all day. Oh, <laughs> Like at like the apartment complexes and stuff? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. 14 years. Oh, that's Dang, what's up. that's crazy. How'd you get into that field? They was just hiring? Look, I started off as a temp, and then they just they Can't were like, "We gotta keep saw, you." They saw it. They saw yeah. They saw yeah. the glow. That's what's up. Oh, bro. I love that. That's what's up. I can't do that. You be hooking people up. Nah. You taking uh, some money off the rent? Strictly by the book. Ah, okay. okay. Dang. <laughs> you don't never look. You know what I'm saying? Look in the heart. I was. The Lord never touch your but heart. People, people play on that, so you can't. You gotta do. Remember, you help across me last the board. Time? <laughs> For real? Yeah. What's the worst property manager experience you've had? Mm. Mm. Roaches. I'll just win. I'll just win. But for real, like real talk is like going into people's apartments and inspecting. That's like, I hate that. That's you mean, the worst. You mean why they living there or when they leaving? No, why they living there. Like why doing y'all, inspection. Y'all, y'all do inspections? Why they mm-hmm. say that? Why? We have to like quarterly just to make sure they're keeping up the apartments because they can, they can trash them. How many units y'all have? I'm sorry. <laughs> 184. Yeah. And you the only A one? A month? Y'all no, got the, oh, I'm, I'm the assistant manager. Oh, so. okay, okay. Oh, she got in Pleasant Hill. Don't be, don't watch. Don't answer that. <laughs> you don't even know. What is she doing? Over there on the east side. On the east not side. You on the east side? No, no, no. East side of Mac. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, wait. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hood. You on the east side? Oh, my God. We can relate. Now I'm out. I don't care. No, because Pleasant Hill, remember, bro, Mike was here. He was talking about Pleasant Hills like the hood. So I'm just, it was a callback, man. Forget it. Um, I ain't remember that part. It's okay. It's okay. Maybe next time. Okay, but so when you go in there, what you be seeing? 
all, all kind of stuff like children on mattresses like uh, i mean i'm serious like <laughs> trash everywhere just i mean people are nasty so, you, and so what they say when you walk in there and they see that it's like that like they know that a lot like, of people don't realize how bad it is they like i did everything i could to clean up when, before y'all came and i'm like oh my god like it make you just want to call defects and save the kids oh wow so, so if this department is trash like it's trash everywhere just mattress whatever kids on whatever like do you do they if it's not actually damage done to the property do you still have to like say something or yeah I, me personally i try to like break it down step by step everything they need to do to get it right you know and get them a chance to get it right because some people just don't know yeah. they grew up that way you know what i mean so i try to get them the benefit of the doubt but it's horrible people oh do God. be nasty though ain't yeah they do so like you just like you fail them you would <laughs> like you felt like hey i gotta go now 30 days i give them i give them three warnings three warnings three Strike three, 30 days. Yeah. So when you be coming back, do it be better? Yeah. They try to they try to do better. Well, that's good. Better. I mean, that's... You have to give detailed instructions. So what are you looking for? I mean, because... What are well, you, you, you definitely don't want to have mold everywhere and, and water all over the floor and trash everywhere. And, How do, these are just icebreaker know, questions. I mean, I'm just saying, oh, yeah. y'all, it, it can get nasty. On the floor, mold? Yeah. Mold on the ground? So, so Mold in the cracks and corners of the walls. They ain't they bugs job? everywhere. Roaches everywhere. Like, nasty, nasty. Okay, besides the roaches, but the mold, ain't that y'all? Y'all got to fix that? <laughs> if people don't report they have it, how we going to know? Oh, Oh, that's yeah. a good They're probably be behind on rent. Yeah, that's why we do inspections. Uh, <laughs> did you have you had to evict somebody? I have. Oh man, you feel bad. It's horrible. Yeah, I did. I did. They be cussing y'all out. No, nah, they be crying. Oh yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. It's bad. You gotta look at them. You gotta look at them and be like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I done cry with them sometimes. I mean, For real? yeah. Ah man, yeah. that's tough. I, I can imagine that stuff. <laughs> Dang. Sheesh. It's tough. That's wild. You ain't been wild. scared of going one of Oh yeah. See, I'm going there with with Nah, well, now, I ain't talking about like that. I'm talking about you know you, 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 you do you do you come up with the sheriff. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But I'm when you do inspections, they not there. It's just yeah. you. you know what I mean? So you're already up. used to it. <laughs> he can't come up in there. What you mean? He don't work there. He got the badge. He got the boots and all that. <laughs> 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 Alright, icebreakers on. Right, icebreakers on. Let's go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. Queen Philly in the building, man. I'm super excited. Um so Where? how you, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, so you're not from Philly, but like is that a part of your name? So my name, like, don't laugh at me. Oh shit. My name Hold is on. not a warning. So my daddy's name is Philip. Okay. So my mama named me Phyllis. Oh, that's not uh, all my friends call me Philly or Philly Pie. You know, uh, but my uh, nickname is Cookie. I don't know how it just went over into Philly, but so that's where it came from, Philly. Queen Philly. Queen Philly. Yeah. Phyllis. Phyllis. Is what is it? Phyllis. Phyllis. Cookie. Like Philip, but Phyllis. 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 What's yeah. your mama name? Tina. She why she put some with the tea. I don't know. I don't know. Give me some tea, Tillis. mama. <laughs> Phyllis, that was. So funny. It wasn't that wasn't bad. It's a good though. question. Like, yeah. Why did you name me this? <laughs> so I was gonna ask you, tell me how you got into the music thing. Like So I'm I've always been a writer. Mm. Um I write poetry, spoken word, um, and I would do rhymes and you know, create songs and all that. And it was actually bro Mike that um 
you know, heard me or heard some of my lyrics. And he was like, man, you dope, Cook. You know, my nickname, Cookie. So he would say Cook. So he been, y'all been to each other? Yeah, about 16, 17 years. Y'all went to school together? (laughs) No. Oh. So, um, so, you know, after that, it was like, because, you know, I always wanted to do it anyway. I always, like, saw myself being famous or some. I was like, if I'm going through all this hell, you know, it got to be, I'm going to be something. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, he kind of pushed me out there to just do it. You know what I'm saying? Not be afraid, not be scared. Just go ahead and do it. So, from there, I released the album. He helped me um, release the album back in 2015. 2017 somewhere mm-hmm. in that year you know and then um recently i just released another one this year around my birthday so yeah so you spoke about if you're going through all this hell uh what was the hell you was going through so what's going on um, let's, 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 let's bring so it back. I, I grew up in the projects hmm. um grew up in the streets my mom um she was a drug addict i my daddy wasn't there at all um and i was like taken from foster home to foster home as a kid different people different places and every single environment was like horrible in foster care Mm, so I experienced a lot of things at a young age that I probably was you know that I wasn't supposed to experience Mm. and I was exposed to a lot of things sexual drugs all kind of stuff so um, I was forced to kind of grow up fast plus I had four siblings and I had to be their mama you did drugs? I have done drugs yes what you was on? Just weed. I've tried okay. other stuff, but just just. So your marijuana. siblings went from foster home to foster home with you? Yeah. Oh, I mean, they split us. They split us a couple times, but for the most part, Ultimately, yeah. So it was like I was their mom. Mm. Wow. So the, so, but the foster mom wasn't like your mom. Just nah. Not all of foster moms be like. <laughs> nah, it was kind of yeah, horrible. That, it was but. like basically they was like collecting checks. Cause that so it was not one yeah. of them that you would consider like a good. There was one. Okay. You know, her name was Miss Lott, and there was like a Christian household. Um, and I just remember her being really strict about things, but I was the darker one, and all the kids were like bright. So she kind of still treated me like the black sheep, but it was still better than all the rest of the homes or whatever. But yeah, I kind of got treated a certain way. And is she the reason why you got a relationship with God, or you been before, even before her? Okay, so my my grandmother was a Jehovah Witness. Okay. And so that was my first introduction to God. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt like he was, like, watching me or going to protect me in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so just throughout life, just being, encountering different things, um, I developed my own, like, um, knowledge and relationship with God. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So did that, <laughs> so since that, did that foster parent also help? You when the foster parent that had a relationship got a Christian one, did she also kind of help you like with that relationship with God? Not really. Uh, I think back then I was just too young. I really wasn't. It could have had a you know what I'm saying it could have been some type of influence, but I wouldn't remember because it was so long ago. Yeah. But I just do remember you know them praying and things like that. But I was just not into it back then. I didn't have a relationship back then. So they didn't have you like knocking on the doors and stuff. No. Oh, I'm about to ask you, did you go out there? <laughs> what? So 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 talk about that um just a little bit as far as as getting it's getting to know God for yourself. Um, do you are you still Jehovah? With no. Okay. So 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 talk about that. <laughs> What's your, what? Bless him, Lord. 
Uh-huh. Bless him, Lord. No, I said, yeah, you got to ask him. <laughs> no, I just ask because I, 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 I got cousins and I know about Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. what made you, I don't want, I don't want to say it to be disrespectful, what, what made you... Um, Transition. Make yeah. the switch. Transition. Yeah. Well, um, I remember being no, like, maybe around 11 or 12, my grandmother said to me, um, Cookie, mm-hmm. everybody, God accepts all different types of religions. And at the time, I didn't really like know what you know why she was telling me that and what that meant and so she always spoke about god 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 you know what i mean and that he watching me he's gonna protect me Mm -hmm. so it was really my grandmother that kind of introduced me to god even Mm -hmm. though she was jehovah witness that's where it came from that's where you know initiated and then um as time went on i went to different churches with different people different situations different foster homes or whatever okay, okay. and so over time i just developed my own relationship like i'm like god you see everything i'm going like i used to just kind of talk to him like i need you you know yeah. what i mean so it came from pain really um and just needing something needing some type of hope and some type of uh love and knowing that somebody is there you know right. for me because i felt like nobody else wasn't there so since you felt like nobody was there for you when you first got out of foster home, what did you like when you what y'all turned like eighteen and that's when y'all out? So my aunt took custody of me um, when I was about 12, 11, 12. and she she I was in her custody for about four or five years and then I went out on my own when I was like sixteen. I moved out with my boyfriend. How about to say was that? Mm-hmm. I moved out with my boyfriend, got pregnant, and you know we doing a whole family thing at. 17 years old you know what i mean mm. so um um his dad well his granddad had old, owned a house so we lived in that house for a while and then from there it was like i was kind of skipping and hopping all over the place florida you know with him being homeless sleeping in cars all type of stuff so yeah with the babies i'm just asking yeah yeah mm. How was that experience for you? Yeah. So most of the time I would try to get his grandmother or aunt to watch her when we didn't have anywhere to go or, you know, if it was cold or something like that. But if it was just us, I would go over to friends or family members to like, you know, take care of her, bathe her, you know, make mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, it was kind of rough. So would you like with a newly developed relationship with God, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of coming into your relationship. How was how did you kind of like compartmentalize that happening to you? Because in moments like that, it's like, yo, God, you're supposed to be the one like That's looking out for off. us. Yeah. But yeah. I'm here in a car, like with a kid. Like, how did you how did you keep yourself? I don't know. I think together? I think deep down, I just always felt like everything was going to be OK. You know what I'm saying? Everything going to be all right. It's going to get figured out some type of way. You know what I mean? And then, like I told y'all earlier, in the back of my head, I was like, if I'm going through all this right now, it must go, you know, it's going to be yeah. great when I get older. You know what I mean? So mm. um, it was like a hope type thing that when I got older, life was going to be amazing. You how, know what I mean? How, how long did y'all stay together? Um, Who's that? How long did who stay together? You yeah. and your boyfriend. Uh, we actually got married when I turned 21. I think. Oh, so y'all did get married. Okay, we okay. did get married. Um, and then we had two children. And I stayed with him for about eight years before we divorced. Yeah. Gotcha. It was a very abusive relationship. It was just a mess. So, yeah. It took me a long time to just kind of break away from it. Mm. Yeah. So. All right, man. We, whew, all right, cool. All right, all right. Y'all didn't expect all that, huh? Uh-uh. Oh, no. we, we about to come back to that. Oh, we so. coming yeah, because I got a question. We diving in on it. All right, man. We got more with Queen Philly when we come back. See, I keep it locked. This is the first Leftovers radio show. Hey, you was recording it, right?
Hey, what's up? This is MC Nice. Tune in Sunday afternoons from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to God's Calamari, hosted by me and the God Squads, Harlem G and Marlon Nicole, where we give you insightful interviews from industry professionals and celebrities, buzzworthy music to new music, and some of the things that are moving and shaking in CHH and gospel hip-hop today. Every Sunday, be sure to tune in to God's Calamari with MC Nice and the God Squad on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip-Hop, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. God's Word God's Amplified. Word. GH3 Radio. God's House of Hip-Hop. LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Yeah. It's your girl, Raina Day, and guess what? King FM Radio is coming to God's House of Hip Hop starting October 13th and every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got the hottest in Christian hip hop. We're going to be talking with some of your favorite artists, athletes, celebrities, and local community leaders. And we want to bring you in on the conversation, too. So don't forget to tune in every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for King FM Radio right here on God's House of Hip Hop. LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. GH3 Radio, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Hey, yo, make sure you tune in to the Revolution Radio Show, the most dangerous show on radio, the show that isn't afraid to discuss religion, politics, sex, money, or pop culture. If it's on your mind, it's on this show. All the while, we serving up the top five hottest CHH cuts of the week every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here exclusively on God's House of Hip Hop. You dig? CHH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's man, like see the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. It's your boy DJ Before You Are. Yes, sir. It's the Fresh Stuff. Those radio show we got Queen Philly in the building still kicking it with us. Yeah, you know I mean, Sis, what talk it to is, what it is. First, she dropped up? a bomb on us before we went on break. First, yeah, I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I have. Mean, yeah, I have a question too. So we're gonna start with mine. Go ahead. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. So okay. <laughs> so before we left on break, she told us that she was um, in a very abusive relationship or marriage for eight years. So I know before that you said that you guys had. You got pregnant. Y'all were in and out of cars, houses, friends' houses, and stuff like that. When did the relationship turn abusive, or had it been abusive the entire time? It was abusive the entire time. Like, really? The first encounter was um, like a jealousy type thing where I was talking to like his uh, cousin or whatever, and he thought that I don't know maybe she was trying to influence me or something but when we went up in the room it was like he just instantly started hitting me and I was I didn't know what was going on but I found out that he thought that she was trying to because she was wild and so he thought that she was trying to influence me to do something I don't know but honestly I just I learned that he had issues like mental issues later you know what I mean what kind of mess? So, he was like, No, 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 no. Know, like you know how you know how people go through a lot of traumatic stuff when they're young, when they're a kid, mm-hmm. and they never deal with it. It was like that. I mean, everybody, oh, okay, okay, everybody yeah. really needs some therapy to yeah, be honest everybody. with you. But, no, no, that's facts. but like, yeah, he he just really needed some can help. I, can I ask you what made you stay? Honestly, I just it was the the love or not love because that wasn't love. It was what I thought was love um, nobody else showed me that much care or attention that's all I had at that mm. time 
um my aunt you know not that she didn't show me any love but she made me feel like me and my sisters and brothers was kind of a burden on her because she didn't have any kids she just kind of took responsibility of her sister's kids Mm. so i just that's to me that was all i had that's the only person that really loved me in my head you know what i mean so did your kids the kids that y'all had together did they ever see how they 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 were they were young but they they do my oldest one do remember it a lot you know what i mean but um and they yeah they did see it yeah only reason why i asked because i was i went through something like that when i was young so that's why i asked why Mm -hmm. did you stay yeah yeah it was just me feeling like I needed to be needed or wanted by somebody or yeah, that yeah, I yeah. felt that I was important to somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where am I? Where am I go? Where am I go after this? Like, where else am I going to go? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So. So how long after staying with your aunt did or did you and your mom ever reconnect? Like, did she ever get clean? Did she ever reconnect? Um, I had moments where I tried to like I went through this whole thing where I'm like, I'm, I'm going to forgive her because it was so hard for me to forgive my parents. Um, so I went through this whole thing where I was like, I'm going to forgive her. I went down there to Sparta because she still lived in Sparta at the time. Um, for Mother's Day, I took her balloons. I had a conversation with her. Um, and so in my head, I'm thinking we're on the path to getting better. Um, we There was like an event that my aunt had. And I don't know if she was on drugs at the time or not, but she blew up on me. There? Yeah. Like just blew up on me like I I just I I was so like I don't know I was like in shock and And so from that that um like 20 I don't know maybe 26 27 something Mm -hmm. like that um and so I tried to talk to her after that and she I don't see her no more it's like when you look in her eyes it's like her spirit is gone or something Mm -hmm. so it's like she's not really there so it's like a waste to try to yeah talk to her you get what I'm saying yeah. yeah That's, wow. that's tough. Yeah. So, like, in front of everybody, she just blew up on you? Yeah, she was kind of blowing up on everybody, but, like, the way that she... I don't even remember the words for some reason. Mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I blocked it out. But whatever she said to me in that moment, there was, like, a rush, and I just couldn't stop crying. Like, mm. I cried for days. Mm. Yeah. So what was your what's your Because in my say? head I was thinking like, oh my God, like I'm I'm about to have a relationship with my mom, like, you know, just something I always wanted because I've always wanted parents and I've never had parents. So I try to make like other people my parent and you know, different things like that. But yeah. So yeah. So the way the the way that you grew up without not having parents for real, does that take a toll on how you parent your children now like what is what's so like my question is this is what i think i think that and it's my personal opinion i feel like a lot of parents project project their trauma and uh hurt and experiences with their childhood stuff onto their children i'm guilty of that like um as i was like in in my 20s you know um early 30s i realized a lot of stuff that i did was from you know it, it stemmed from my childhood yeah. you know what I mean and it was like I had this protection like hold on them yeah. like nobody's gonna hurt them they're yeah. not gonna go through what I went through I'm not gonna let nobody disrespect them you know like I was just way like, overprotective yeah. yeah and so that caused them when they finally did break or lose they just you know what I mean yeah. cause I didn't let them do that I didn't go outside <laughs> like nothing cause I just didn't trust anything or anybody you know what I mean so many people hurt me as a kid so i was like uh-uh you can't go over nobody's house you can't do this you can't do that you wow. know what I mean? yeah so it did oh, it wow. really did so how did you reconcile that like how did you i mean as i unlearn? grew honestly as i grew 
in Christ, God started to reveal certain things to me. Yeah. You know, he started to show me and help guide me because I really didn't know how to be a parent. I really was like they friend. <laughs> like that we really, we bad. really, it, it was. It's it, bad. It, 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 it was bad. bad. <laughs> you can't just be friends. Yeah, it was pretty bad. We all said the same thing. More parent. No, I just said one at a time. Yeah, because it was like they was all I had. You know what I mean? So like we were friends. So it was hard for me to separate when I needed to be a parent. Okay. The respect level was like so it's nah. jacked it's up. Not, it's not. It's not that you shouldn't be their friend. Is establishing the understanding is like I'm your parent first. Right. Having a healthy balance. Right. I think you right. should grow to become their friend as they get older. Yeah. yeah. Not when they're younger because it the, the respect because I've heard that a lot from older people and yeah. I've experienced that like oh but you my friend so I could. Yeah. But like, I think that goes back to how you parent. You have to establish a healthy boundary. Whereas, like, when I speak, you need to you need to understand this. Okay, this is mommy. T- you know what I'm saying? Because I don't yeah. ever want you know. Um, I grew up with real strict parents. Like, we ain't friends at all. I got Caribbean parents. There ain't no friend, nothing. Right? <laughs> like, I'm mom, yeah. I'm dad. Do what I say, when I say it. Now, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or else. And it was a whole lot of or else's. While I was doing what they were saying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. and I, I kind of purpose in my heart that I want to make sure I create a healthy um, balance where my my kids feel comfortable to come and talk to me, feel comfortable to yeah. come and express to me how they feeling. Like me and my daughter goof around. Oh, she's two, so all I it's oh daddy playtime like automatic like right. feel like we I put in a basket we flying around the house right open the garage door we outside by the mailbox let's fly you know what i'm saying like um but yeah that's that's what i was saying how did you uh did you go to therapy by any chance i did how was that for you as far as just unpacking all of that well one of the things i learned is that i was basically blaming myself for every single thing so Mm. she basically had to break that yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I literally blame myself for every single thing that happened to me. Hap- you know, with, that was going on with my kids, that was going on in my marriage at the time. Like I was literally blaming myself for everything. So um, I had to learn how to not only just forgive myself for my mishaps, mm-hmm. but also learn to forgive other people. You know who you know hurt me and and that you know what i mean so mm. it was like a lot of stuff i was kind of harboring but i didn't realize i was because mm. in my head i forgave everybody i done moved on like it's just me and my kids you so, know so how did you come out out of that marriage divorce yeah divorce but but he did not want to get a divorce like i tried to i tried to get away probably like maybe um the fifth year and he did not want to sit like he wouldn't sign the papers he, he just refused and so y'all was it, living together um, I hadn't separated by then, mm. so it was like I was kind of back and forth for a little bit, but um, I, we weren't we weren't like living together. Gotcha. So um, I joined this church, Bold as a Lion. This church was really big on like marriage and keeping families together, and so in my head I was thinking I got to get back with him and we gotta like make it work. So I like tried to reach out and like in my head I'm thinking. You know, God is going to help us. You know what I'm saying? We're going to come to this church together and we're going to be, we're going to get it right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I tried to, I went back and forth for a while and then I tried to fix it or, you know, or allow God to fix it. And it just, God released me yeah. from it. And that, you know, oh, 
No, that's so crazy because like um I've been telling like I've been telling them like I've been having me study like marriages and divorces lately. And it's so crazy because I'm not married, but it's so crazy. I don't, I don't even I wasn't understanding why God was um having me to study these things until one of my best friends started going through a divorce. And um and when in the beginning when she started telling me like she was gonna leave him, so like her relationship with God was growing and she felt like God was telling her to leave him, and I was just like God don't like divorce. Why would he tell you that? You know what I'm saying? So I was wrestling with that. I'm like, God, you, you, your words say that you don't like divorce. Why would you? She's saying she heard this. I don't want to question if she heard this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why would you tell her that you hate divorce? You know what I'm saying? And God ended up showing me in scripture where he was just like, yeah, sexual immorality is not the only reason to leave. Yeah. And I was like. What other reasons? I'm, yeah, I'm about to say it. My fault, my fault. Um, <laughs> <She's clean. laughs> I'm just playing. She made it spin if it wasn't uh, for her. You didn't stop. Um. But um, it's not other reasons with an S, but um, he showed me one other reason. And it was just as simple as, like, I went to the scripture. I want to say it was in Hebrews. And um, it was so crazy because I was reading Hebrews not for this. I wasn't reading for marriage or divorce. Like, I didn't really care to read up on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually... I'm actually I actually wish God stopped talking to me about about marriage because where's my man? So I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but um so I was reading Take and your time. as I'm with kids, yeah. So as I'm reading um in Hebrews, it got to the part where it was like um you know, it started talking about divorces and it was talking about, um, you know, other than sexual immorality, it was like what God put together, let no man break apart. And I was just like, Okay, cool. And God was like, No, you need to reread that. Let and he no was like man. No, what God, God put, put together. together. And then God asked me, he said, did I put them together? That's it. That's what I was going to say. That part. A lot of times, immaturity, lack of maturity, and um, um, just lack of growth and knowing and the know-how. Yeah. And we do stuff on our own because of our own desires and mm -hmm. what we want. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then we want God to fix it after yeah. we done made a mess. Exactly. You know what I mean? So because people be like, I got a question. If you if you go if you if you don't want to burn, so go ahead and get married. Exactly. But, but the thing, the consequence of that is that's why I just somewhere did it. in the marriage, somewhere in a marriage, you're still going to burn. You oh know why? My. Because he don't know what his purpose is. You don't know what your purpose is. You don't even know if they're lying. This could be a man of God. You could be a woman of God, but is that your man and woman of God? But I thought the words say he who find. They always use. Well, help me understand, because you know the Bible says he who findeth the wife findeth the good thing, right? Yeah. And that's your always. Your wife, though. But I'm saying though, that's always used. That's always used as a. Um, I don't want to say it like that's always used in reference to, like I've heard people use the the, the term like. God don't find your wife for you like you find your wife type situation. You know what I'm saying? But you still like, have to ask. Yeah, that's where wisdom come in. Yeah. Now. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? And just being spirit-led and not just moving out for your own like, ideas and thoughts. Right. Because yeah, the thing I didn't like is, that whole burning thing. I was like, I'm, I'm going to just do it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the thing is, ultimately, like, okay, um, it's 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 so many men of God that, that are attracted to me, try to talk to me right now, but... I have to be sold that you're your minds though. You can be a man, you can know the word in and out, you can have these crazy revelations, you but can think the same. Me. But are you my man of God is the question. And that comes with you having a relationship with God to be able to have the spirit of discernment to say, Okay, Holy Spirit reveal to me if we align, if this go together. Are you doing yes. this? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the ultimate thing. And if it's not, then and then another thing is like you have to have a like I talked about this on a kingdom conversation a couple weeks ago, but like you have to have a healthy 
desire for marriage. Like everybody, a lot of people, yes. including me, recent up until recently, was having a unhealthy desire for marriage. The, the 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 healthy part was the fact that God gave me the desire, but the unhealthy part is that I was using it in a selfish way. Mm. I want to be married because I want it. This is what I want to do. I want to have sex. I want to have kids. I want to have a man. You know what I'm saying? God was like, okay. Where's my glory and all of that? Dang. You know what I'm saying? I I I I I. Yeah, I. Uh. <laughs> Which is rooted in what? Pride. And God yeah. just showing me that like if, if if you build your your marriage off of pride, pride is going to continue to creep in because how you practice is how you play. That's why I don't play around with people who have girlfriends or fiancés and then they and and they still flirt with women and do all this stuff with women and then they want to get married. No, how you practice is how you play. So how you just treat her like she, while she was your girlfriend, it's not going to change. Just like if you don't deal with lust before you get married, it's still going to show up in your marriage. Right, but but let me let me share this with you. So if you can't be selfless when it comes to God, you you're not going to be selfless when it comes to your husband. husband. Yep. And so he knows when you're ready. And so one what, what one thing I learned is like you literally have to. It's almost like. You're basically opening and giving your whole self. And if and if you can't be selfless, mm. you know what I mean, to your husband, that, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I meant to God. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're going to be able to be selfless because it takes a lot of selflessness yeah. in marriage. I mean, a lot. A ton. Mm. So. If on, you both, on both ends. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> and once you get to that point where you're completely selfless, that's when he gon' he he's gonna bring your husband forth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. All right, yo, let's 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 run off in a break that's real quick. We that's got more. Good. Queen Philly, she hit us with the sauce today, man. I like that. I like that. I like that. So we got more with Queen Philly when we come back. So y'all keep it locked. It's a fresh leftovers radio show. GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip hop music. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Simi So Real spinning something you can feel that's right. Catch me every Friday night on Rise Magazine Presents New Music Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on God's House of Hip Hop Radio, powered by Dash Radio. Be sure to follow Rise Magazine on all social media at Rise Magazine, that's capital R-Y-Z-E Magazine, along with www.wisemagazine.com, and you can follow me at Simi So Real 1. And remember to tune in every Friday night for Rise Magazine Presents New Music Friday right here on God's House of Hip Hop Radio. And if you forget, go to www.ghcradio.com and get all of the info. God's Word Amplified. Blessing you with today's CHH and Gospel Hip Hop hits. GH3 Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I go by name DJ Penny, and you're listening to the CHH African Radio Show every Saturday, 11 a.m. PST and 8 p.m. West African time. On this show, we introduce to you hip-hop songs all over Africa. I'm talking about from Nigeria down to Kenya to Zambia to Tanzania, Malawi, and likes. Yeah, stay tuned. LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. GH3 Radio, LA's number one home for CHH and gospel hip-hop music. Hey, bless up, bless up. It's your girl, Shawnee G from Inspirational Hip Hop Sundays on GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. Tune in every Sunday from 12 to 1 so you can get motivated, inspired, blessed. You know, you want to get those words of encouragement. This is the show for you on GH3 Radio, God's House God, of Hip Hop. All right, cool. What up, everybody? It's your man, Lexi the Prince. I First am of all, <laughs> Hey, some more DJ before you. We got the 39 year old Miss Queen <laughs> Philly in the place. <laughs> Jeez. I'm gonna need you not to do it like that.
Alright, cool. What up, everybody? It's me, Alexi the Prince. I First am of all, <laughs> hey, some more DJ before you. We huh? got the 39 year old Miss <laughs> Queen Philly in the building. <laughs> Queen Philly from the projects. Oh, <laughs> I give you permission. Oh man, I'm just playing. We I like come, her. We're gonna come in right. Hey, yo, what up, everybody? It's your man Legacy the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. It's your boy DJ before you are. Yes, sir. It's a fresh left radio show. We got Queen Philly still kicking it with us. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, we having some really, really great conversations behind the scene, man. man Absolutely all amazing. The time. Uh, I want to get a through, uh, shoe through and throw thrown thrown at through, me. Through. Yeah, I'm scared. Fix your head in my boots. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yo, um, dang. All right, so what we was talking about before we left? We uh, about- no, we said we was going to come in on how y'all met. You yeah. and Bro Mike, so you're the wife of Bro Mike. Y'all know OG Bro Mike that was in the building with us. Kicked the crazy 15-minute freestyle. Our first ever The freestyle. first ever. Nobody else said. Everybody's scared. <laughs> but it's all good. And we're going to get his wife to do something at the end, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She said she's going to kick a freestyle for us. Y'all. We're going to see if it runs in the family. Uh, <laughs> how'd y'all meet? How'd y'all meet? Uh, church. Wow. Hey. It's always church. <laughs> wow. Yeah, church. We met in church. We were uh, actually in two separate yeah. situations at the time. Uh-huh. Um, but we always been friends over the years. We mm. always uh related when it comes to music and you know. He was plotting for a while. <laughs> that what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how he, how he kicked the game to you? He was just like, yo, you know. Nah, actually um we actually came together through venting. You know mm. of what we was going through and our situations was like emotional soul. Um, yeah, it was like the same. It was like the same stuff. You know what I mean? So you we was able. So we was able to talk through that and like vent. You know what I mean? Through that, but yeah, that's pretty much how that. That's what's the rest up, was history. Bro. We yeah. find out something new all the time. Forgot we got the bug whispering. So, so um, what happened? Nothing. Okay, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. I apologize. It was something that um, Doc Professor E B had to collect. Okay. But we're gonna talk about the music then. All right. Yeah. Good sis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> which, which one of y'all gonna talk to me? Oh <laughs> wow, my bad. I was just, <laughs> hey, I wanted to start like I started early. You told me not to. Man, these Listen. What? You messy. I'm not messy. Yes, she is. Oh, she the called it out. People want to know. <laughs> people, this is fresh leftovers. People want to know. It is. All I got to say is black don't crack. Period. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, Period. getting to the music, what's the name of this new album that you dropped this year? It's called mm. Coming Out With a Fight. And the book that I wrote, I just recently released a book, and mm. it's a duo. And so, that's, that album is basically like for every chapter title in the book. Mm-hmm. There's a song behind it. That mm-hmm. song, where that sang, that um, title came from, mm. where that song came from. Okay. Yeah. So. And, and one more time, the name of the album was "Coming Out with a Fight." Coming out with a fight. How'd you come up with that? What was that? What was your thought process behind it? So. Um, I mean, it's self-explanatory, but yeah, explain yeah. The, explain so. Why'd you okay, settle on that? Just to, just to keep it one hundred. Talk to us. <laughs> so I um, fell into sin. Uh, I committed adultery. Okay. And um, I was like really low. I was in a very low place. I felt like I had failed God. I had failed um, my church family, my you know my pastors. In my head, you know what I mean. I just had I, I was 
I was just gonna die. I had lost everything. You know what I mean? And so, um, it's like recent. I, 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 like, I, I couldn't see myself coming back from it. I couldn't see mm. myself standing up after that because mm. I felt so down and so you know low from doing you know what I had done. So um, that's where that book actually stemmed from, and just always encountering different failures and heartbreaks. So um, me expressing um, that I'm not gonna let heartbreak and failure take me down no more. Mm. And that's where that book and those songs stem from. Just what I was going through during those times, that's where those songs came from. And I kind of explained that in the book. And what so, was the name of the book again? Coming Out With A Fight. Oh, the, the, it's both of the name of the album, album and the book. Mm-hmm. And when did the book drop? My birthday, July 13th. Oh, you, you, you released everything on, on your birthday. <laughs> okay. So, well, well, there's a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, space in the dates because of, you know, it not being released like I wanted. But, yeah. Where can we Around find that time Yeah Where can we find a book though Amazon 15 bucks <laughs> I'm looking for it right it. now Yeah So this might be a, uh, So was this uh, This we fall Oh for real Yeah we yeah. got oh, copies got yeah. yeah Let me get a copy So we can you know Yeah yeah You know what I'm saying We got oh, the yeah. other books up here You see what we're doing Yeah we, we doing? can do that you know We can do that You see what we're doing You know Okay You know what I'm saying We try to take copy. You know what I mean That's what's up man I really love the concept behind it um, so how did you You about to ask him Go ahead Yeah I about to ask him But go how, ahead sis, Y'all talk Sis how you What was your process <laughs> In writing a book Like um, Everybody process is different But what, what is your process My wife is a, She's a writer So that's why I'm asking So I've always Been a writer I just never Put it out there I've always wrote Poems and stories And you know Parts of books But just never Did anything with it mm-hmm. And um, I like I said about heartbreak and failure. It was like in that moment I wanted to die. You like I didn't even want to live. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what am I gonna leave behind? What am I leaving if I did go? Um, that kind of put me in a space where I was like, have I um fulfilled my purpose? Have I did what I was supposed to do here before I go anywhere? What am I leaving my girls? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that really like I don't know I just I that put me in a place of like I haven't done anything I haven't accomplished anything that I wanted to yeah. and I was in a space where I'm like I'm gonna do everything that, when I when I started to see where I was and I started to get back up I had this fight in me that I was like I'm gonna do everything that I'm supposed to do I'm gonna accomplish everything that I'm supposed to accomplish before I leave here oh, you know and serve so my purpose and the fact that God was there and he he still was kind of pushing me when I wanted to sit down when I thought I was supposed to be sitting down mm-hmm. I was still encouraging people people would come in my office I would still be like uplifting them they would call me for advice mm-hmm. I was still kind of like being a counselor to others and like God was basically telling me like I'm with you I'm here you know what I'm saying and that alone was like wow God you still love me after this you yeah. still um, find me worthy mm-hmm. so at that point it's like I want to give him everything Everything that's in me, I want to give it to him. Whatever I'm supposed to do before I leave, I want to do it. Mm. You know, for the sake of how good God is to me. Yeah. Wow. This album, I mean, this cover is No, that's beautiful. dope. Yeah, look at that cover, y'all. I love it. Yeah, we're going to need three. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, uh, well, I want to say this. Um, you know, God doesn't look at sin any different. He, everything is the same. A sin is a sin to him. Yeah. And we... 
put the weight on it. Yeah. And because of that, we find ourselves not being being able to be forgiven for certain things or or you know a sense of false guilt in a sense and once we get an understanding or once you understand how god loves you in spite of that's when you know that in spite of this i can still be forgiven and move forward but it's the important thing is moving forward turning away from that situation and moving forward learning from it and this is a testimony i'm pretty sure this book is going to be a testimony to others to not to your to your daughters and to other women and men at, um, at that so did this happen recently i'm just curious i'm not just curious like so it's, it your- it's not something that happened recently it's a common combination of different stages of life mm-hmm. and um just recent heartbreak is what caused me to like revisit everything you know because for some reason whenever something uh bad happened or some type of disappointment depending on the weight that it have on me Mm -hmm. it's like in my mind i revisit other dis yeah i revisit other disappointments and other failures and so that is how i was able to like um push through when it came to writing you know what i mean and and uh that's where that those different chapters stem from too and that's also how you heal too yeah like when you're something that I recently learned is like when you're triggered by something or when somebody triggers you, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're wrong. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. just God alum- can use it. It's to just yeah, it's illuminating it, really. yeah. your hurt. Yeah. Like they may say something that trigger you, but it's not even what they said. Because if they said that and you didn't have that experience in the past, then it would be you wouldn't care about it. Yeah. But because of that experience in the past, you care about it. You're now you're triggered. But that's not that doesn't mean that person is wrong. Mm. It's just illuminating your hurt. Right. So, um, a lot of people don't know how to start the healing process. Mm-hmm. And something that you did, I feel like, is very practical to start a healing process. Is when you when God when the Holy Spirit made you aware of the thing from the past. Mm-hmm. You put it on paper, you mm-hmm. wrote about it, you spoke about it, you said your testimony, you put it all out there, and you started healing from that mm-hmm. process of even starting to write the book and yeah. start making you heal. Right. So that's something I just wanted to say that it's just something very practical that you can do. When the Holy Spirit reminds you of old things that are traumatic in your life that you have swept under the rug that you make yourself forget about um that you just have unforgiveness and all this stuff about you can literally ask the holy spirit to help you acknowledge those areas and once he do just start practically breaking down that's what it. happened what what it meant to you mm-hmm. share your testimony because when you confess your faults to one another that's how you're healed that's what the word says yep. so you confessing your faults until everybody you can go get it on amazon that's it that's a way <laughs> to be healed you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah. that's beautiful yeah I, I remember just to share this I remember every single time something really horrible happened I would be like why am I here (laughs) like why am I here like just take me with you God like why I gotta keep suffering Mm, you know what I'm saying this after this after this you know what I mean like why am I here yeah so yeah that in the book it says dedication and uh, I dedicate this book to my daughters and you put your daughters now I ain't gonna say I'm all out there like that it's in the book I know (laughs) but you know uh, don't let fear and disappointment steal your dreams and aspirations you are bold brave and more than capable also to every girl that feels abandoned rejected and unable to fit in I am a living testimony that God will use it all for greatness be patient don't be lazy get up and fight my heart is connected to yours build your spirit in Christ and don't stray away from the from his truth. He is the only way. 
And that's the dedication that you put in the book. Yeah. I think that's super dope. Yeah, that's, thank that's you. Fine. Every word. How long it took you to write this book? Ten mm, minutes. Like three months. Dang. Three or four months. Yeah, I got a book I've been working on, <laughs> and I'm I'm really like we'll we'll talk after. We'll this. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. I can't wait to get my copy signed and autographed. So. Um, <laughs> Okay, so you got coming coming out with a fight, right? Mm-hmm. The book, and you got coming out with a fight. The album. Yes. What is your favorite song on the album, and why? <clears throat> all is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people always out. try to hit Y'all us like with all that. Of them, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, wrote it. I think my favorite one is why. Um, with a why with the eye? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, sorry, my favorite my one is why because that appreciate was an intimate moment that I had with God. Like in that moment, you remember I was telling you, like I was like, God, why? Like after all this, you still love me, like you know. Mm. And so in that that song is like I was literally in tears, crying when that song came out in my spirit. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's like my real testimony of where I was in that moment. So that's like my favorite song. Who was your favorite uh, feature? Favorite feature? They don't be, be side-eyeing me, bro, Mike. Don't be side-eyeing. That, that was a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but truth. But the truth is, he is my favorite. Um, he is my favorite feature. All right, not a real favorite feature. Which <laughs> my second, my second <laughs> well, favorite look at that, feature. Look at that. <laughs> would probably be um, Vaughn. Um, her name is Yvonne Britt, and she sings. Okay, but I Pitch? just. I love her voice, mm. but she's on the song um, "Your Love." Mm. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, so from your music ministry, from your book, um, let's say a hundred years go by. We hundred years down the line, right? Mm-hmm. And we all gone. What's three things that you want to be remembered by? Not quitting. Mm. Um, not dying and letting life kill me. Um, that's one. No, that's that, that go together. Oh, that yeah. goes together. That oh, goes together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that goes together. Um, I do want to leave a legacy for my girls. Like I, I want to leave them an inheritance. Like I don't know if it's gonna be a business or if it's gonna be. I don't know, but I want to leave them some type of inheritance. Mm. I mean, inheritance could be the wealth of information, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She's talking about actual money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have, you can leave them all the money in the world, but without but you, But you're though. right, though. You're right. Um, also, just authenticity. Mm, that's different. Yeah. Just being real. Yeah, Telling yeah. the truth about it mm. No matter how embarrassing it may be mm. Or disgusting <laughs> Yeah 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 cause it's for somebody else Yeah Dang that's amazing You yeah, enjoyed I yourself? I did You did? Y'all cool For real? Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah I like it I like it Awesome awesome Sis I didn't know if you had anything else you nah, that's all I got. She uh, went in on me doing the. Uh, oh yeah, she gave, <laughs> she, gave, she gave your sauce on the break. So. I, don't got I love none, ain't got nothing else. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> you you good? Yeah, man. Awesome, awesome. Listen, Queen Philly was a pre- See, it was a pleasure. Queen Philly, it was a pleasure. Was oh a- wait, no, she got a freestyle. So. Oh, yeah. oh she was. Yeah. 
She was about to hey, slide up beat. Spoken word, freestyle, stuff. She was it's only right. She was smooth trying to get away with that one, bro. Yeah, spoken word or freestyle. Which one would you like? Cut the beat. It'll be a little bit of both. I just oh shit, I just feel something. You need a beat. Now, now, we no got, beat. We don't no got nothing. fifteen minutes like your husband. Now we don't got fifteen minutes. Nah, it's short. It's oh, okay, to the point. <laughs> she need a beat. Your, your husband took a whole uh segment. Yeah, he took a whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> a whole segment. Man. He's long. I, I went downstairs, he got a snack, no wore my food up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey man. Yo, when he said that, I knew he was in his bag, man. He put the hands up right here. He could take the pain with no more feet. He named, he, he named every disciple and their job. And how yeah. they died. <laughs> oh, my God. That's dope, though. Like, I'd be like, how you remember yeah. all that? Yeah. All right, yo, hold on one second. Let me go ahead and get this. What's up, DJ? What's up? Now, she said no beat. No beat. No beat. No beat. Right. Cut the beat. Cut the beat. I could rock a acapella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Let me know when you're ready Oh go ahead It's all, all you right. <laughs> I'm standing as a lion Bold cause of he whom I rely on The courage to withstand came from an awesome man Planted with roots Touched not the soil Not the dust That was thrown into the sea When he tried against me On the day knees held me from falling The same night I was calling On the name above all Even above trees tall Wasn't hiding arms open Wasn't stuttering Coughing choking Clear and sincere Begging the king to hear A woman A life a voice and an image that was made and the choice that he had already paid was my shoulder they know the past rock would get so much colder but now i'm holding destiny you don't want to mess with me got mad weapons that would encourage the best in me felipe they say but soldier this day i can't predict tomorrow that my spirit won't be bothered it's an everyday fight am i living yeah it's his might that caused me deliverance little miss sing a song drop a slight lyric just came through with ministry all up in her spirit yeah, word. So was that the spoken word piece? That was the yeah, both put like together. Yeah, like cause I, could, I felt the, yeah. I felt yeah. the. Do you love orange soda? I felt it. I felt it. Or is it Sprite? <laughs> or is it Sprite? <laughs> Day or night? <laughs> By my side. <laughs> Coming out with a fight. <laughs> You got a beat for I a think DJ? He's right. Hey. <laughs> you got a beat for a DJ? I don't know. It ain't playing. That's oh, funny. I yeah, I got you. I got one. I got something for you. All right, all right, all right. Can't play it in the house. You can't play it in the house. Oh, you about to do it? What? What you about to do? Oh, you, we finna. What about to do? She about to split something up. She just no. That was. Oh, that was it. That was. All right, all right. We gonna leave. I'm just saying. I'm just following instructions. That was it. All right, all right, all right. Bro, Mike came over here and tapped me on the shoulder like. She good, man. She good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking joy. I'm talking joy. Queen Philly, man. Let them know where they can follow you, where they can get the book, where they can download the album, all that good stuff. You can find the book on Amazon.com. Um, I'm Queen Philly on Instagram. Uh, Queen Philly on Facebook. And Phyllis Berrien is my uh, Facebook name as well. Um, but yeah, Queen Philly. No spaces or anything. Just... Queen yeah. Philly. That's it. Yeah. Q-U-E-E-N-P-H-I-L-L-I. And coming out with a fight for the book and for the album. So if you're looking That's for, it. yeah, coming out with a fight by Phyllis L. Barron. That's it. You can cool. come back from anything. Mm, you can come back it. from I anything. I love, I love it. Queen Philly, it was a pleasure having you today. Glad you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed y'all. Oh, I appreciate man. y'all. That means so a lot. Who, who your favorite? Uh, Chicken Philly. Y'all know I'm Anybody who like who asks that they always craving attention. <laughs> if you if you it's if, the eye spirit. All I'm gonna say is 
<laughs> if you don't choose me, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You shall never. It's <laughs> funny, Queen Philly man. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I, you know, I, I love the testimony. I love. I, I'm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I Glad appreciate y'all. I want to read this book. It was, it was a coming. blessing to be here. And I believe that the book will bless not just women, but men as well. Because mm. a lot of us hide behind a lot of stuff that we go through, but that's the very thing that's going to save us. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I love that. I love that's that. That's so crazy. It's so crazy how trauma is coming up everywhere, and that's the series that we got it going on at our church yeah. right now. Yeah. So crazy. yeah. How the that's body right. be so crazy. Your greatest struggle is your greatest anointing. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yo, that's. That's that's actually very deep. What do you mean by that? Hey, we about to crank the whole thing up again. Jeez. <laughs> Tell us off air. That boy can't go. Bruce looking at us. Yeah, ready. so like the enemy, he knows. He knows your struggle. Um, and he knows that's the area where you're gonna help other people because you struggle and because exactly. you came out. So don't nobody wanna hear something from you if you ain't never been, been through, through it. it. Please. Please, because let me tell you. But when you have can't been relate. through it and you walk through it, you can tell somebody detail instructions or even you know what i mean relatable instructions of yeah. how to get through it you yeah. know what i mean so does, oh, does so it apply bad. to like single people giving marriage advice nah it's okay. more like broken people giving help them. helping people to come, become more whole <gasps> like like for example this is what i think this is what i think it applies to right so before before i finally uh got the courage to to give up sex i had friends who had never even had sex before or never even went through the struggle of sex. Like it was something that you didn't really care about. Try to tell him like, just stop. Like it's just, it's just I'm like, shoot, I would, that ain't come out my been, mouth. First of all, I've been having sex since I was 14. You're not about to tell a 25 year old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, this is something that I, this is a, a stronghold that I've had over 10 years now. So somebody who's never been through it, I'm not about to listen to you tell me to just stop. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. How? That's real. And I hate <laughs> when people used to give me the practical like just well, every time you get horny, just open your Bible. I'm like, I'm still <laughs> horny when I read the verse. Who said that? It doesn't say people. <laughs> listen. That's so annoying. Safe. But what's at the horn but don't leave. The thing, like, <laughs> like People try to be overly holy and overly like Christian. Yeah. But this is real life. You know what I'm saying? And when we try to pretend like we just got it all together, we really dig in a hole deeper. Yeah. You know, because we're under a surface. Yeah. We're not exposing ourselves mm -hmm. to be healed. And that's why, like, what you said is very important because, like, the reason why I'm able to, like, even when it comes to like, my testimony of me stop having sex, like, the reason why I'm able to talk to people the way that I am is because I, I relate. I really relate. You know what I'm saying? So I don't tell people like, oh yeah, I stopped by, you know, reading my scripture, whatever. No, God had to give me a real revelation on why I was wrong. And then God had to make me feel what he felt every time I went against yeah. him. That's what made yeah. me change. It wasn't. That's crazy, yeah. yeah, but like, that's real. No, no I'm, yeah. I'm saying it's crazy because that wasn't the same thing for me, but I understand what you're saying. No, yeah, yeah like I'm that, saying. like literally what it was, like I was, yeah, when I went to, when I went away to Texas for, I went to Bible school in Texas um, in July and, they was talking and they were just like, um, they were like, every day you choose to do something outside of the will of God for yourself, you're choosing every day who you want to give your soul to, God or Satan. And that broke me. Because I was like, dang, I never want to make you feel like I'm choosing. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm literally giving it to him. 
without a fight i'm just doing it you yeah. know what i'm saying i want yeah. to like everything that i'm doing is for me it's not for you you know what i'm yeah. saying and i feel like i just couldn't stop crying in that moment because i feel like i was allowing me to feel how he felt every time i went against his will yeah. and that's what made me stop i got to a point where i was like i don't want to keep hurting you with choosing satan yeah. over you and i don't ever want satan to feel like i would ever choose him over you so that's what made me come back and just like completely change my life from doing yeah. Crazy stuff, but yeah. That's dope. That's tough. That's dope. Yeah, she came back different ish. Huh? Different ish. She came like back ish. <laughs> <laughs> every every part of the journey is important. Mm-hmm. Even the ugly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 When she went to the circuit riders, black voices joint. Yeah. Well, it's not black voices. It's circuit riders. Right? Circuit riders. Yeah. Circuit riders. Yeah, bro, Mike, you came right before she left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right before you left, he came. Yeah. Yo, show done. I just want to let y'all know that. It's dope. All right, man, we out. (laughs) GH3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop. What's good, everybody? It's your man, Legacy the Prince. I am CEO Aaliyah. And it's your boy, DJ B4EY. And we are the host of the world's most dangerous Christian hip-hop radio show called Fresh Leftovers. It's a show where we take old topics, new topics, trending topics, reheat them, and make them relevant for today's culture. We have some of the hottest segments like The Block is Hot, Explain That Post, Kingdom Conversations, and much more. So make sure you tune into our show each and every Wednesday from 5 to 7 Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 4 Pacific Standard Time, right here on G. H3 Radio, God's House of Hip Hop, LA's number one home for Christian hip hop, Latin hip hop, and gospel hip hop music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes, sir. Perfect.